Blog Talk Radio. And I Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of an education grant with Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. Today, we've got Ashley on, and I'm Lauren, and we're going to just kind of talk about Ashley's journey with um, Huntington's disease. Most everybody, I would hope, has seen her most recent article in USA Today, and uh, that shared her story. But I wanted her to come on and kind of talk about her story, and um, Ashley and I have known each other for several years now, um, and so I'll just have her come on, and we're, we're just going to chat for a little bit. How are you doing, Ashley? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Very excited. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. I know. <laughs> I know. So we originally met through NYA. Um, yep. And, I mean, it's been, I can't even, I can't even remember how many years now. But it's been several. <laughs> yes, far too many to remember. <laughs> so let's we're just start family with now. That's how it works around here. That's exactly <laughs> it. We're just family now. Yes. Um, yeah. So when did you first find out about HD in your family? Um, well, it all started with my mom. Um, mine was kind of different because um, my mom started showing symptoms all when I was born. And so, obviously, if you just, you know, born into that, it was all I knew. I didn't know anything different. So, that was just really, like, totally normal to me growing up. Um, And then she passed away when I was 13. And um, then I got my genetic testing done when I turned 18. And what made you want to test? Um, well, that's funny. My brother, um, I have a half brother. We have different dads, but we had the same mom. So when obviously he knew he's 10 years older than me and he was, um, about to get married and they were just trying to, you know, figure out about having kids of their own or not. And, um, so they wanted to know. And so they decided to get tested before they got married and he tested negative. And then, um, after that, I just, you know, kind of I just knew I wanted to know. I'm more of a I would rather know than not know kind of a person. Like, okay, I can prepare for what's next and kind of be ready for that. And so then that's when I decided when I turned 18, because you have to be 18. Um, so, um, of course, since I was 18, uh, a lot of doctors and people tried to talk me out of it, but I was definitely set in my ways and wanted to know. So I, I got tested and I, I tested positive. Um, so yeah, so I've known for quite some time um, about my genetic testing, but I was glad that I did do it. Are you still glad that you did it? Is it something that, um, like, do you regret testing at all? 
Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't ever regret testing at all. I do tell people, though, it's very, um, you know, personal decision because not everyone, that's not for everyone, definitely. Some people, you know, rather just, nope, I'm going to live my life and that's fine. And I totally understand that. And I tell people that, you know, when people always ask me, like, you know, should they? And I, it's a very personal decision. But I was glad that I did get it done. I'm not like, mm, I think I'm just more like I wanted to live in the moment and live each day to the fullest. And so um, I was just kind of like, you know, kind of had a choice. All right, well, I could go, you know, route and be upset or just make the most of it every day and just like, you know. And so that's when I started getting involved, actually, right when I turned 18 with the Huntington's Disease Society of America. I started volunteering and um, helping out with them and their chapter and all their events um, and became fast friends with everyone there. They had a really awesome, um, amazing group of people then. And so I was really, really lucky to have all of them to be ben- mentors to me. And, you know, as we know, family to us. <laughs> yes. Well, and I just have to say you're such a positive person, and I just absolutely love that about you. It's something I've always loved about you is just how positive you are and um and how well you, you handle all of this, um, you know, with testing positive too, like that's something that I, that's the whole reason I wanted to test. And, and I certainly don't um, regret testing either. It's the same, same deal of um, I wanted to be able to know, like, I just, I have to know, you know, that's not something that I could have lived with not knowing about. So, um, but I just love your attitude about everything. I just think it's so great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I know. It's I tell people all the time, though, it's so funny because they're like, man, how do you have it so together? I'm like, oh, man, it's been some rough years, let me tell you. And everyone <laughs> has, you know, ups and downs, so I'm not perfect, you know. Um, yeah. Apparently, people think I always have a smile on my face and have it together, which I try every day to do my best, you know, but I, I'm human also. That tastes like everyone else. So, yes, it's not always that easy, but I try my best every day. Just like, all right, we can do this. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you started showing symptoms in your 30s, right? You started beginning of your 30s showing symptoms. Yes, and actually um, I started showing symptoms. Like the first thing I noticed was – I well, I first of all, I was running the walks, and I was already really close with um, UC Davis and everything. Um, so Vicky and all all of them, and um, I decided bef- that I wanted to be like proactive about things and just get the test done once a year. So I went once a year, probably two years in a row, and had no, you know, symptoms of anything. And then that the next year, um, I went in, and it was I was working at a restaurant. And so I was on my feet all day long, um, really busy. And then um, I had noticed that I had these holes worn into my shoes, um, and it was from twitching, like my, my toes twitching all the time. And so I, I had asked them if that was something, and then they, of course, you know, said yes. And so they had diagnosed me then. Um, and so, yeah, that was crazy because, you know, yes, you kind of know that was coming, obviously. My mom started showing symptoms, or you know, around the same time. But um, mm-hmm. but when you're you know turn thirty and you're like, <laughs> oh, that you know is kind of a big pill to swallow. I think it's hard. It, I think that was probably one of the hardest. I think harder than actually getting genetic testing done. 
I think that was probably harder for me. Like, okay, here, like it's here. All right. But then I think right. I went through a, probably a year of just like, a, um, I call it like a fog. Like everything in my life was awesome and all the same things going on and these amazing people. And then, but I was just kind of like not a hundred percent myself, like kind of in this fog and so I realized, I was like, man, this isn't like me. I need to, like, kind of snap out of it. And so I just started, like, getting slow steps back to get into, okay, back to the old me. You know, trying my best to be happy every day and, you know, appreciating things I, you know, have and everything I, you know, my support system and everything. So it's, you know, awesome. And I've obviously, you know gotten out of all of that but yeah that was definitely a harder time in life okay mm-hmm. so you you know you said that you noticed that you worn you had worn holes in your shoes was there did the doctor point out other stuff like it was that just a, a change in the one year that's what you're saying is you didn't have any symptoms the year before and then and then all like you started seeing those symptoms in that year yeah that's kind of mainly what it started with that one um, yeah, that was the biggest thing was just my feet twitching all the time. Obviously, over the years, I've had other things happen, you know, coming up, like other yeah. symptoms. But, yeah, that one was just the main thing at the time. Huh, interesting. It's so it's so weird how it's different for each person, you know, like how it starts for each person. Um, so I, I always think it's good to hear these stories especially for those of us that are positive to kind of keep an eye out just so we are are being as proactive as possible which it sounds like you're very proactive with everything including going you know once a year and and all that yes um yeah and uh, I'm very like uh yeah so I'm very like on top of things like uh, I think maybe last year at my checkup I was there and I said um to my doctor, I told him, well, I've been having a harder time in conversation, and I don't usually have a hard time in conversation, and so he, you know, they were like, okay, well, um, how about, would you be interested in trying speech therapy? Okay, so I signed up for that and been doing that, um, you know, for a while um, here and there, and so that helped me a lot, um, but, you know, it's just, you know, trying to, okay, here's what I'm having a problem with, and let's address it, and then how do I, you know, work on that? So that's really good that I have a good team to do that with, too. Yeah, absolutely. And being so proactive with with speech therapy um, as well and just using that to your benefit in the beginning stages because that's muscle memory and, um, you know, really helping so you can keep those functions a lot longer. So that's awesome that you can use speech therapy that way. Um, Yeah, I have a really good team. Yeah. To stay That's healthy. Good. I wish we oh, all man, had that. Yeah. Oh, man, that is like, I laugh about this because it's my happy place. Like, most people are like, oh, you know, dragging their feet. But being active and is like a lifestyle. And I think it's just been ingrained in me my whole life. I've always been active and outdoorsy. And so is my husband. And I've always been an athlete with the horses. And now, you know, um, I still I do CrossFit. I've been doing that for a while now, and I just always tell people, I think with a combination of all the things, I think that's why I'm pretty high-functioning when it comes to all the things I normally do in my life, I'm still able to do, because 
I, you know, still do all of those things. Obviously, you know, I have some things I have to modify or change, but I still go and do all the same things that I normally would do. You know, we mountain bike or go boating. We have paddle boards and wake surfing and all kinds of stuff. You know, we're <laughs> super active. So I think um, aside from my horses and working out, uh, we just like to be outdoors and staying busy. So I think that's super important. And I did change. I mean, I'm not perfect. So I do, um, you know, <laughs> not perfect every day, but I did, you know, I, every year, year I try to work on eating healthy and, you know, trying my best with all of that. Um, so that helps too, I think, fuel the brain, but that's my happy place Absolutely. for sure. It's yeah. therapy every day. And I think, well, right, exactly. And I think that's exactly it. It's a therapy every day, right? You're continuously doing it and it's what keeps your stress level down. And, um, and tell everybody what you do with horses. <laughs> I do gymnastics on horses. So I do acrobatics on the back of a horse. Since I was so nine, awesome. I used to compete all over the world and the U.S. And now I just do shows and help coach and still do vaulting. Um, I still go and I'm part of all the shows and everything. I just um, have a set of moves. I, you know, know that, oh, those are my set moves. I don't change them because, you know, they're safe. And I know if something happened, you know, I could, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't get hurt. So, you know, no accidents and things. So, yes, I still have all of those things in my world. Yeah, actually, it was funny. It's just so um, absolutely amazing. Oh, yes, thank you. I have a horse at home, too, now. Um, I've had him for a while. And so um, that also helps me, especially when in quarantine. Um, But it was funny because my my doctors were saying how good having my horse was, um, like, emotionally, mentally, and, and also, obviously, physically in balance you know, um, riding him. And I was like, babe, did you, did you hear that? <laughs> he said more horse time. He's like, is there such thing as too much horse time? No. no. <laughs> He's like, cause that's definitely what happens with my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the horse does. Yeah. <laughs> so do you let that's the horse okay. sleep inside yet? No, not yet. I, that's next. <laughs> I know. I'm like, babe, can we get a spot over here in the house? No. Like Mr. Ed, he needs Need the door exactly. Ooh, window. That's right. Bring him right in to talk to. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> I, I just think That's it's nice. amazing you do that, um, especially with you know when when a lot of us don't have symptoms and we're not even even close to doing that. And you've got HD and you're doing gymnastics on horses, and it's just amazing to me. Like I have so much respect for you. Um, it's so oh. so cool Thank that you so do that. Much. I know most people look at me like, oh man, you're crazy, but I just. It's like my love. It's like breathing, you know. If you if you were yeah. I tell people if you were a swimmer all your life, you know, you'd still be able to get in there and do it. Your body already has all that muscle memory and things, and it's like breathing to them. It's just the same as me and my horses. So exactly. I can't give them up yet. <laughs> no, of course not. I would never give them up when I, I'd be bringing them inside and <laughs> giving them beds in the house. That would be neat. Um, That's okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> right. I'm crazy about my dogs. So, you know, they, they sleep on the bed while they did before the kids. Now they have to fight for space on the bed. But, um, yeah, that's me and my dog too. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So what advice would you give to others who are gene positive and starting to notice symptoms? I think the most important thing for me has always been like um, having a good team. Like first off, I always, like I said, got plugged in early, was like kind of proactive about things happening with me. Um, so with the team at UC Davis and then um, I have Kaiser insurance. So I now switched over to Kaiser because they combined with them. Um, so I have like this amazing doc, uh, doctor and team, Dr. Kanner, um, and he's awesome. And they have an awesome team that they all are combined and work together. So I've really looked down on that whole deal. Um, and then the other thing I always stress is the most important thing is to have a uh, support system because that's like most important to me, um, especially being symptomatic. It's like huge, you know, having people that you can rely on. And, and it's crazy who comes into your life and you're like wouldn't have never expected uh, people who have been there or family members, you know, awesome but then there's other people that just kind of come into your life unexpectedly and really, you know, kind of show up. So that's really awesome. And I think mm, really important. Like I, for instance, I have a neighbor and she, um, uh, you know, I have my horse mom family. I call her mom and they adopted me in and I have my neighbor, um, where my horse is at, um, and just to keep her horse company. But she like, you know, they, they come to my appointments and checkups and all the things so it's awesome because it's like okay you know they're not they didn't have to but they just always are there and showing up so that's important yeah that's awesome and um so you recently had the article done about you that's in usa today um did they just contact you can you tell us a little bit about that well katie was the one who recommended me because they wanted somebody to um who had Huntington's. And so, um, that was really awesome. I, um, yeah, I had an article written, but it was more about the walk before, um, in the Sacramento be here, but this, I never had anything on this kind of a scale. So that was really awesome, um, to have that also to recently and just to talk about me being symptomatic and what's, what's that like, you know, for, people who don't know about Huntington's and raising that awareness, which I'm huge about. And then also, you know, um, for people out there who do have Huntington's and our families and things that might be, you know, um, have a little hope or insight into some things. I hope, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's so good that you're spreading that awareness and, and thank you for doing it and being willing to come on here and talk about your story and talk with um, other news platforms about your story and just really share what your journey is. I think, um, you know, a lot of times we hear about mid-stages and we, we hear about the advanced stages from caregivers, but I think it's really important for those of us who are gene positive and starting to show symptoms to kind of share that journey too with the other ones who are in our our age range and we're starting to, you know, kind of all go through it together. Uh, Cause I think we could be a really good support system for each other. Yep. It's most important. I know that's why I think it's so awesome that, um, I mean, I remember my first convention and it was like life changing to me because it was just like, wow, you know, like I'm not alone and there's so many people out there and, um, you know, that have, all these similar things going on. They're not all the same. Obviously, everybody, you know, everyone's family and HD looks different, but um, it's so still all the same. You know, we're all in the same um, big family together, and it's 
same fight. And so I just remember coming back like, okay, like super empowered by all of that and um, trying to, you know, keep that with me every time, you know, through life with all the things going on now, especially <laughs> being yeah, symptomatic. Absolutely. It's important. Did you have any final thoughts before I let you go, Ashley? Um, well, I guess the latest thing I've been part of is that um, the Rose Trial. Um, and so I started that very back cool. in August. Um, so that's very exciting news. I haven't really, you know, I talked about it with the people, the people who wrote the article for Teva, but they, you know, I have, didn't mention it. So I thought I'd mention it here um, with my friends, my family. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I got picked at UC Davis here um, in Sacramento. And so I got picked one out of 10 um, people who, you know, were uh, candidates. So that's awesome. Started in August. Um, I had my first injection and I've been having injections every other month. And so um, actually my next one's coming up on the 17th and I can't believe it's almost been a year already. That's crazy. So it flew by so fast. I feel like I blinked and the year went by, but yeah, so it's really, I'm, it's kind of cool because I felt, I feel like um, before I had like officially like been picked or said yes, you know, when they were like, I was still thinking about it. Um, I just remember like talking to family and friends and, you know, they weren't like saying I needed, had to do it. Obviously that's another personal decision, but um, they were just like telling me how like, Hey, you know, I have been a big um, advocate for Huntington with walks, you know, putting on the walk. I I did the HD walk in Sacramento for the first five years and ran that. Um, And then, you know, all these things, but now that I've been symptomatic, like, obviously, you know, kind of had to cut back on some things um, and just, you know, focusing on me and my health and things, you know, well, you know, being here at my house. Um, But then this was kind of that next opportunity and big step for me to be able to have that um, being part of something, you know, big in this and being um, for the HD community, you know, like something really big for that. Hopefully, yes. will work out to be something promising. I hope. I'm excited. Yes, I mean, the, da- the data so far seems to be really good. So that's so exciting that you've been doing it, and I, you know, hopefully, you're seeing good results um, with it. And uh, you know, cause, you know, the the information that's been shared so far has been so good. I know. I don't find out what I'm on until two and a half years it is over. So. <laughs> You know, we'll see what I'm on. um, Will you get to stay on it if you are on it? Like after you find out in two and a half years, will you actually get to stay on it? Yeah, and also if I was on placebo, I could be on a like extension process. Like if I signed up to be part of it, and then I'll be on the drug if I wanted to. So that's exciting. Very working. Then I get to be on that and choose to be on that. Um, And then that's what happened in London. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. And then they had a third group in this one, which is um, one month is placebo, one month dr- drug. So every other. So there's actually three groups in this one. So that's exciting. Just yes, have, that's very exciting. Um, so much hope and exciting excitement with everything going on in our HD world. 
Yeah. Well, Ashley, I really, really appreciate you coming on and talking to me. I'm so excited for you and being in the study. I think that's so awesome. And I can't wait to hear, you know, how everything goes with that. Um, definitely share updates. Um, I will, for sure. But, <laughs> thank you for letting me I just, share everything today. Absolutely. I just want you to know I love you and thank you again so much for sharing your story. Oh, I love you and thank you. And um, don't forget and, to tune in to uh, the HD convention this weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's live. <laughs> virtual. <laughs> it's, it's virtual for all of us. I can't wait. So absolutely t- tune into that. Tune into our Hype Days with Help for HD International as well as continue to listen to the show. And we also have a new YouTube uh, TV series going on. Um, so please make sure to check those out. If you would like to share your story uh, on our Help for HD Live uh, radio show, please, please reach out to me. I would love to hear your stories and talk with you um, about, you know, what's going on in your life, especially right now during COVID. And we really, really need to kind of join together because I know personally we're, you know, in my household, we're struggling during all of this COVID stuff. So I'm sure that it's happening in other households as well. So um, please make sure to reach out. I'm happy to talk with you. And until next week, everybody have a great day um, and a great week and great weekend coming up. Thanks and take care.